This week on Uploading Podcast, we'll talk about Broadcom buying something for a lot of money, GameStop getting into crypto, internet providers getting hacked, and how Gucci is going to stay in Roblox forever. Gotta buy the Gucci in Roblox. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Uploading Podcast. The podcast of constantly terrifying Silas about what's going to come out of my mouth next. The girl who's hard to get. Yes, we're catching me on the hyperactive side of my ADHD. Yay! So, Silas, how are you doing? You've been dreadfully silent for the beginning of this podcast. Like well, you're regretting all your life choices that led you to this very moment. Well, <laughs> I always do that when recording with you, but right now, actually, <laughs> the problem is I'm looking at the days of the, of the year page for May, for the 30th of May, which is when this episode will be coming out. <laughs> Phrasing. And... <laughs> Will be released to the public on the podcast apps of choice. And there doesn't seem to be that many interesting days. I mean, this day is National Water of Flower Day. Okay. Which is, I, yeah, granted, I guess that's interesting. Water of Flower Day. Pamper your indoor plants and flowers and tend to your garden or window po- pots to make sure all your flowers get a drink on Water a flower day, yes. Always water the uh, pot. Well, m- plants in a pot. But uh, yes, it is the season <laughs> to be trying growing new things. I've been on the lookout for some rosebuds, you know, some seeds plant. Uh, but for the life of me, I haven't been able to find any, unfortunately. I'd love to just stick a few in the ground and let them grow wild. <laughs> it also is... Loomis Day, which I looked at that, and I was really confused. That's why I didn't say anything. It says, Marlon Loomis, a humble dentist, revolutionized the world when he created the wireless telegram. What? And I'm like, what? So I've been trying to read the whole, like, they have, like, a huge page on this. (laughs) Let's, this is supposed to be a throwaway segment at the beginning of the podcast, not not something we dedicate 20 minutes to. (laughs) I'm saying that ahead of this uh, silence. We need to, we need to stay on point here. We're recording late. Well, and we're both very yeah. distracted. <laughs> Fucking Marlon Loomis maybe did something. Go Google that yourself after this episode if you want to know more. Well, um, yeah, I think you explained what he did. He invented the telegraph, correct? A wireless telegraph. Uh, ah, I know. Wireless. That's In useful. 1886, apparently. Well, which is wild, but okay. Yeah. Rambling, rambling, rambling sections the same day. This is going up. I should have at least a video for what's it? Um, finally got around to Legend of the Sea Devils. Gave it a review. Well, got around to doing the review. Uh, a brief uh, sample of my overall thoughts of the episode. Ugh. Counter, uh, okay. Contradicted by my feelings for the bad guys, something up that will have a view coming up the day after. 
a very fun animated feature. I'd suggest uh, checking out in cinemas while it's still available, if that is something you're interested, or it should be on Digital Vard right now, so you can rent it or wait for a copy to buy. But I do recommend giving it a watch. It was a lot of fun. Now, anything else? Um, oh, yes, I'm running an experiment on my YouTube channel, Sod Game, uh, Passion Gaming, uh, uploading shorts there instead of on my uh, dedicated gaming clip channel. Please do go give them a watch, like them, and just try and boost the performance of these as best I can to see if they do actually benefit the channel as a whole and thus the streams as well. Thank you. Now, yes. Silas. Use the link trees, people. Yeah. Use them. I... Use them like you've never used them before. <laughs> so <laughs> I've written down I've written down two notes. The first one is the fucking Instagram font. <laughs> and this is so stupid because Instagram have made their own font, their own like font like text, a text font. The way that mm-hmm. text looks. It's called Is it made Inst- entirely of Ajaho faces? <laughs> It's called Instagram. I'm not going to comment on what you say anymore. <laughs> it's called Instagram Sans. Mostly because I just didn't acoustically understand what you even said. Yes, you know the age hell face, like the t-shirts with the funny faces on them? Wink, wink. You fucking... I think I know what you mean. <laughs> but the fucking pronunciations of things. Like, uh, I will say I've never heard that word spoken aloud but, by yeah, another person yeah. before. It's one of those. I so. guess you mean one of the... Like the thirst images, I guess. Thirst... I'm going to call well, it thirsty shirts. <laughs> well, it's not so much thirsty as if a series of people just having their thirst quenched. That's but, true. Uh, Nevertheless, no. It's, nevertheless, it's, uh, also, I just wanted to comment. Uh, Instagram Sans, the pinnacle of fonts, always have Sans in them. Bodes well. So, I am gonna send. I want to record his reaction live. I hope you haven't looked this up. I I haven't. So, um, sod. How do you feel about this font? I've sent it to you on Discord, and I hate it. Some of the letters, most letters look fine, but then you look at some other ones, and you're like, holy shit, I can't even read this anymore. Honestly, uh, the only one I'm struggling with is Crossgoer? What is that? That's the only one I'm struggling with. The other one is a V going into the A. That makes sense. Uh, Is that a B or an N? Cornstoner? I can't even read it. That's the only one that I'm struggling with. Everything else I kind of like. Not going to lie. It's very flowy and twisty and turny. Like it, it it's actually really? very easy. It's easy for me to keep my eyes on. It's like weird. Do we have another thing about fonts coming up later? If I'm not mistaken. No. Oh, well, in that case, I'll talk about I it. Think so. <laughs> There's this really good auto font 
that basically bolds the first few letters in like every word. And it's really good for dyslexic people, but it's not made like free to use, you know, publicly available. It's very much copyrighted and is now like uh, only going to be useful for like the sites that could afford to pay for it, you know? And for everyone else, we're just kind of effed, despite the fact that it is so useful. It's so useful. Like if, I, I recommend looking this up if you can uh, find it and just look. Because like two lines of text, m- me being dyslexic, it's so easier to keep track of the, of the left one where it is using this uh, font that highlights half the word, uh, bolts half the word, I should say. It is so easy for my eyes to keep track of where I'm going with it. Whereas, like, the other one, it glazes and moves all over the place. And I hate it so much that it's not made uh, pattern-free, publicly available for everybody. <sighs> that, that, that's what gets me mad. <laughs> I mean, that got me money, mad. Man. You're going to make money. Well, I can understand. It's like, okay, here's the license fee of, like, two ninety nine, paid uh, recurringly to me, like, every year. Like you'll make plenty of money off of that no, with like every site in the world I said having to make use money, it. not make two ninety nine. No, gonna, from every in- individual license, you're gonna make two thousand and ninety nine. <laughs> well, no, you could just get over a thousand people, two thousand people to pay you two ninety nine, yeah. and you'll make yeah. bank. And you but can make if, the license only last a year. People pay you two thousand dollars. That's more money. Yes, but then the little people can't afford to pay for this. Well, fuck them. We've known this. Fuck things that are free. Fuck things fuck that are Fuck the open. rich. Fuck the rich. <laughs> uh, imagine if this was like other things. Like, I don't know if this exists uh, like in, in other countries, but a lot of the like traffic lights for pedestrians, the pedestrian crossings, they have like a hidden button at the mm-hmm. bottom of the thing that you press when you want to cross the road and then it turns on like the, the blind mode where it like beeps and shit like imagine mm-hmm. if you had to like insert 50 cents or something every time you wanted to use the blind <laughs> version <laughs> that's uh, the equivalent of this or like it oh, yes, very much is. turn on talk back on your phone so you can use your phone as a blind person oh, yes, it's going to charge your credit card 50 five dollars every month like fuck shit like this that's just annoying to me yep well the absolute uh, worst i'm surprised though that sod doesn't hate this font as much as i do i fucking i hate the i i looks like a j i hate the fucking the r in infographics i hate all of this like this mixture between like normal fonts of this kind of like fluid shit i don't know why is there two different versions of the s in whatever crosstowner means i guess that's a second s and after the o i don't know why is that like different versions of the same letter like the z why why is that hold on let me let me actually look that up let me look that up right now because like cross Towner does not sound like an actual word. It doesn't, I mean, yeah, I thought so too. What <laughs> 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 is this? Just an ad for the global crypto trading platform no. Crosstowner. Yeah, obviously. Don't, don't, that's, this is not an endorsement. It's just Hold on. Google. Let me try. I thought it was an N. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> 
No. Marion and Marion Webster. Is that an R? So Crosstown exists, but not Crosstowner, I guess. Then what is this word? Well, Crosstown itself means uh, situated at the opposite point of a town or extended or running across a town, like a Crosstown street. I guess you could say, oh, this street is a Crosstowner or something, but that's really silly. Ambidexus subterfuge brinkmanship okay what could that possibly because that can't be an S that that, that simply can't be an S that doesn't look right for an S at all yeah but I think it is what else is it supposed to mean Chorus Town, yeah, sure. Well, I thought it was like an N or something, or maybe an R. That would be more. Do you online. see what I mean? At, at that point where you have two dudes, I'm just gonna say that's the only. The that's, the, that's the only letter I am struggling with. It has Everything... to be an S, though, because look, if you look at the end of subterfuge, uh, whatever the fuck that is, that also I don't know. At that end, I think is an S, so it is an S. Subterfuge. Oh, dang it, you're right. But it, it is an S, but why is it not consistent then? Yeah, that's oh. why I hate it. Oh, wait. Does, oh, I think I know what's going on here. Half the letters are normal and half of them are funny. Yes. Because, yeah. No, no, it's the same artificial focus points. Oh. I don't like it. I do, because it's really easy for me to focus on. Well, you were just like, oh, I don't know. Why this word is has an S there? It can't be an S. It doesn't look like an S. Well, That's yeah, because I'm not used to it. But like, I'm able to read it. I'm able to keep my eyes are not wandering about compared to any other wall of text I've ever seen. So. I like that. Well, that's because it's not a wall of text. It's just like six words. But even like six words, it happens. You know what I mean? Like, it, my eyes just struggle to move in a straight line with these artificial focus points. Constantly, okay, moving on. Wander, oh, here's a new thing. Wa- moving on, wandering, moving on. A uh, new thing, wander, new thing, wander, etc., etc. It keeps me focused. I'm able to run my eyes across it without drifting if off all over the place. It is possible. I will make the next running order using this font, and then you'll read it, and I'll see that you are full of shit. I said it's easy for keep my eyes on it, not like I'm going to be able to like, pass through the S's. I think I hate this. I don't like fonts that have different like letters for or different looks for the same letter, but okay. I do. I want I want that for my thumbnails. I don't like that. No. Anyway. Then how do you even know which one you're going to get when you type in a Z? Do you get the normal Z or do you get the Z with the fucking round thing at the bottom of it. I think it alternates. This is stupid. This is really <laughs> I, I like it. Fuck. Anywho. <laughs> I'm so, so annoyed. Spotify I'm doing cool ads. What's that about? Because what's the time? Well, Already 60 minutes in. <laughs> essentially, it's the opposite of what I wrote down. I, as Sod said, I did write down Spotify doing cool ads. There has been a little bit of a... Uh, I don't know what you call that, like a phenomenon going around on on podcast Twitter, 
where people mm-hmm. have taken screenshots of their own podcasts and Spotify have started placing ads right on like episode pages. Essentially, it's like the um, second thing that you ever look at, which theoretically it's like, okay, fair enough. It doesn't really matter. But then the problem is... Well, it kind of does. Because like you're associating products like a person may not support or endorse That's with true. their brand. Yeah, but... Like, for example, you know, um, again, we're, I'm gonna I believe we're that. both very pro-abortion, stop. but just like... Wait, just stop, stop. Okay. But I yeah, think okay. it would have been more fun if it just said like, oh, ad or something, because then I guess people will mostly understand, oh, yes, this is not affiliated with anything. But the problem is... One, it said mm-hmm. this podcast is sponsored by, and then whatever oh, company, which is no, not cool because it's not associated with the podcast whatsoever in any way, and they weren't getting paid, and nothing was ever signed or anything. Yeah, that's a lawsuit so waiting to happen. Having it say sponsored by random company, not good. Yeah, way that's worse. Sad. Way I worse. Well, not standard, but. Yeah, they have to do something, but they gotta sue Spotify for that. That's and the then of the copyright. The other point well, is, it seems like a crime in some way. And mm-hmm. then the other point is that I don't fully remember this, but basically, you would see on, um, you would see an ad for what was it like whiskey or something, mm-hmm. which theoretically that's fine. But then they would show that whiskey ad on either a kids podcast, which is that's pretty silly but then also they would also show that on a podcast that was made for recovering alcoholics Mm. (laughs) and i heard this story on another podcast and i was like okay spotify apparently spotify is claiming that this was a mistake but to me i just thought ah okay the tracking realized that this fucker is Mm. like susceptible to alcohol (laughs) Let's put more alcohol ads in front of this fucker now. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That is exactly what happened. I, I probably what I mean. Let, I guess it, that's a possibility. We don't know that happened. That's yeah. not what Spotify have said. Yeah. This, I, the, how else would this have happened though? That whiskey, you know? whiskey company, or whatever it was. Some that alcohol brand was like, yes, this is stupid. We've halted our. We've stopped working with Spotify until further notice <laughs> because mm. clearly that is fucking stupid. Advertising your your hard alcohol to to kids and to like the recovering alcoholics. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? The good side of that is that people are like thinking maybe like a revenue share thing is coming for Spotify and for podcasters so you can make a bit more money from like a tiny bit off visible ad that i think that's fine if the podcaster is part in that and can also like i guess turn off some categories that you don't want on your show but okay yeah this was really stupid and i just wanted to mention that because spotify keeps doing stupid things they've done this in the past with their own shows because they've bought so many podcast studios but mm-hmm. now I guess they've just expanded the ad system onto random independent shows. Oh, this is so dumb. Yeah, I was the example I was going to do was like, uh, for example, you know, like a very religious conservative person 
getting, you know, having a podcast. It's fairly well liked. And then on the you know, episode page, they get a pla- an ad for Planned Parenthood. It's like, that's probably something they not want to be associated in, even passingly. Not even like this is an automated system of everybody knows that. They don't want that on the episode page for the deeply religious podcast. Nope. None of them would. You know? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I've just this seems very a, problematic. Looked mm-hmm. up a screenshot of it. <laughs> so, it's not that bad. It just says sponsor and then the name of the brand, Wild Turkey. But this could pop up anywhere, essentially. So, yeah, but like, Again, I I wouldn't feel great about like you know having an alcohol uh, uh, brand on our episode pages because you know I am very much uh, not a drinker. You know I have never drank an uh, alcohol in my life. You know, never been drunk. Don't want to be. Yeah, I'd feel I mean, very funny. That's why I think that. if they rolled something out where the podcaster can choose maybe on the Spotify for podcaster dashboard. If you can choose IS ads for tech and games and I don't know, food, yeah. that's I fine, will, but not anything else. That's good. The, I, there probably needs to be laws passed out for like checkout of substance based things. Cause like, again, before I got YouTube premium, I was getting so many ads for beer, you know, you know, beer and whatever other shit, vodka, etc. But I just, I don't drink. And it's like, not only is it like a, a waste of my time, it's a waste of the person's money. I don't drink, no matter what ads they put in front of me, I'm not going to. They've wasted my money, my time, when I could have been in the thing I wanted to watch or seen a game ad that I would appreciate. Like, I, I, I think there definitely needs to be a law for checking out of things like that for, like, alcohol, cigarettes, and, uh, again, where it's legalized, cannabis, if you don't want to partake in it yourself, there should be laws that these automatic ad services have to give you the right to check out of them, of these substances. Maybe that's already possible, but it's going to be really hidden in your Google settings and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've looked. It's just like, hey, you get ads. Deal with it. So, I've, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just a person that doesn't want to drink. What if you're like an alcoholic trying to recover? It's like, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be shit. Um, I've got the official statement now, which says on Saturday, Spotify made a technical error that caused ads featuring the Wild Turkey brand to be incorrectly placed on a number of podcasts. We did, uh, we identified the cause and swiftly resolved the matter. So, sure, they did. I guess yeah. technically this could have also been like IS. Uh, I don't know. We have the sponsorship deal for our own shows. IS, our show, own shows are these four things. Mm-hmm. And then somebody just like accidentally ticked the box for some other shows. Theoretically, well, I... that's possible, but that mm. would suck. <laughs> yeah. What an ecliptic box, though, you know, for, like, a podcast covering alcoholics and a children's podcast. How are they grouped together? That's really dumb, yeah. Maybe it's, like, alphabetically ordered, and they don't have a way of filtering out their own shows because it's a shit system. Imagine that. That would be funny. All I could assume (laughs) is, like, it's AI-driven, and, like, the AI just did something dumb. Yeah, that's, like... Yeah. 
to me, this feels more like a case of, ah, oh, yes, this thing worked correctly, and you just mm. didn't think of it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, like, it worked correctly within parameters you gave it, but, yeah. like, there were some outcomes you didn't want to happen that you didn't think about till it was too late. It's just wrong parameters in that case. Okay. There's also another thing, but I don't want to talk about that, because then it's going to be... What do you not want to talk about? What's the name of the thing? Well, gonna... there's also another thing going around, which is um, podcasts promoting call girls are appearing on Spotify. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, free podcast that, that, hosting no. companies exist, right? So, uh-huh. what people have started doing is they've started flooding Spotify and other, like, some other podcast things. Um, with mm-hmm. essentially just ads for sex workers. <laughs> I love that. So I do. I do support sex, uh, sex work. You know, there's a screenshot there. Well, yeah, but not mm-hmm. like that. Not if you open Spotify. There's a podcast called Call Girls in Dubai. Well, a podcast named that. I feel that's fine. Well, yeah, but it's not real episodes. It's just like oh, then yeah, numbers of yeah. people that you can call and. That's like okay. No, that's images. spammy. That's it is really... just spam. It's literally just spam. And most yeah, you companies want... filter that out, but Spotify yeah. doesn't, which is stupid. That is dumb. That is very dumb. Like if some call girls wanted to get together and like advertise themselves with like an, a podcast that you know just goes over stories as life as sex workers, fair, fine, and dandy. As long as you're actually making a podcast out of things, you know? We promote our other stuff all the time on this podcast. But it's like... That's lit- fine. Literally, yeah. I, every episode's probably just a brief clip of them like, Hey, you want to hear some more of this? Telling you how to do so-and-so to yourself? I mean, all there's this. a screenshot of a list, and it's like just UAE, Dubai call girls, phone number. Russian call girls phone number again. Independent call girls. They gotta be. The Russian call girls have gotta be getting desperate given the current state of things over there. Apparently, like hundreds of these feeds with no real stuff on them, and that's really stupid. Uh, Well, that was brief. Well, that has been topic number one. Topic number one, done and dusted with Spotify doing cool ads and fucking up on uh, porn bots. Now, not fucking porn bots, but fucking up on them. Very distinct difference. In all seriousness, we should probably move on to the actual topic number one. Am I correct, Silas? You would think so. And I agree. So... That's your topic there. <laughs> ah, dang it! I was thinking some topic number one. <laughs> I know. I was th- I was <laughs> drinking some water, but now it's like uh, glasses, people. Where you can comment. You ever have that moment where just ah, oh, dang it! A drop's fallen on this. Hold on, I have to take the whole thing off my head to wipe it off. And whilst I'm here, I may as well wipe down the other lens. Seems weird to just do one. <laughs> <sighs> Great. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, I'm in a bad mood because of Kenya Bridges Spirits. I'm not enjoying that game. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's really getting me into a bad mood. 
I think I mentioned this to you before, but like there's an enemy you can't hit until you parry it, and I yes. suck at parrying. So yeah. it's like that got me mad. That got me really mad. Sounds like a good stream then. I don't like streams where people have fun. I want to see people get annoyed with the game. At well, least that's how please. my streams always work, because I play every shit Sonic game that exists. Or I played until Mixer got shut down. Ah. <laughs> well, in that case, by all means, you can watch it on YouTube on VOD. <laughs> Anywho, on with topic number one. Uh, Broadcom to acquire VMware in Blockbuster... 61 billion cloud computing deal. Rumors have swirled for the past week that Broadcom was in talks to purchase VMware. Today, the chipmaker confirmed its intention by announcing that it will acquire VMware for $61 billion in cash and stock. Ooh, risky. That reminds me of what happened with like Elon Musk. It's like, okay, I'm willing to put this on the line. I'll- What's it like fifty billion or something on the line? Stock market crashes the next week, and he backed up his loans with stocks, which in turn means he has to put up more of them, and at a certain point he defaults, which he has already reached. So, oh boy, that's funny. Uh, don't cut this out, Silas. Don't cut this out. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. This Broadcom VMware tie-up would be among the largest ever in the tech industry. Dell bought EMC for $67 billion back in 2015. Ooh, with inflation, it'll probably still be bigger, but... Oh, well. Earlier this year, Microsoft made a, a $68.7 billion deal. To purchase gaming giant Activision Blizzard. Oh yeah, that's coming. Get ready to see Overwatch on Game Pass. Uh, anywho. Does anyone care about Overwatch still? I mean, there's a dedicated fan base there. I've played it for like five years, it feels. I don't know when it came out, but I have not played it it in like years. The problem is, it's up to like 2019, well not 2019, like early 2020, I think. My memory's funny because of the pandemic. Before the pandemic, they were slowing down in some heroes because they were hoping to get Overwatch 2 out soon, but then the pandemic slowed that down. And then they they didn't have any new heroes for, like, two years during the pandemic, which, you know, new, no new maps, no new skin. Uh, well, some new skins. That was a recurring thing. But they just didn't have, like, new heroes that they were training people to have for, like, you know past few years where you get one like every six to eight months and the worst part is people are super mad because like uh, the last hero was supposed to be support but then because they didn't want to change the ultimate which was to transform into any any character uh they just instead eh, effort will make the support into a dps and that pissed off so many support players because they really wanted a new one, especially one that allows them to transform into other characters. It's a slap to the face. But if you can't tell, I was a former flex player before I gave Overwatch up for my mint to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? Okay. Yeah, but we've gone into a tangent here. But yeah, I, I imagine, especially coming to Game Pass and then technically go in that free-to-play model, Overwatch 2 might be able to bounce back from that. So I, that was something I was not even considering for the longest while. I just like, 
it instantly popped in my head there. Anyhow, the deal values VMware at $142.50 per, uh, per share, representing a 44% premium compared to the closing price on May 25th, the last trading day before the news of the impending right, deal right, was right, first right. reported. Mm-hmm. What date did you say? Uh, May 20th. Oh, I said 25th. Yeah. Bad. Okay. Good. Yeah, well. Uh, Broadcom's chips... Uh, nope, that went funny. Uh, Broadcom's chips touch nearly every face of every day. Com- facet. Uh, uh, facet. Sorry, facet. I missed the T there. Broadcom's chips touch nearly every facet of everyday computing. The company produces chips at the heart of storage and wired networking devices. Broadcom is also a critical player in the wireless industry, making Wi-Fi and uh, Bluetooth chips used in PC and mobile devices. VMware specializes in virtualization and cloud computing. With uh, With an incredibly hot market segment in this and uh, in the enterprise world, let me scroll a little. VM uh, offers software, including uh, VMware offers v- virtualized software solutions supported across all major de- uh, desktop operating systems: Mac, Linux, uh, Mac OS, Linux, and Windows. Read that completely wrong. Like not pronounce them, but it's wrong order. Delightful. <laughs> that hence was- why. Hence why I need. Those artificial fix points in my fonts, so that way my eyes move the right way. Anywho, an enterprise software solutions for server hardware platforms. Dell spun off of VMware, which is which is acquired in 2015 as part of its EMC trans transaction. There we are, just over a year ago. Hmm. There's a lot of a lot to unpack in this. Yeah, so, they're, they're going over yeah. the entire life life history of like uh, what was it, Broadcom and VMware. I don't even know if that last part was entirely relevant to the story, other than getting a word count for the document. I mean, uh, for the what I think is important is the fact that Dell bought the company EMC for mm-hmm. sixty seven billion dollars in twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. and then they've spun out. VMware from EMC, and now Broadcom is buying VMware for $61 billion, which is almost the price that for all of EMC. Yeah, that... Which is insane already. Yeah, that seems like a bad idea to have let go of it then. In retrospect. I mean, or a really good idea, because... That's that's that means that VMware was getting held back by the rest of EMC. So well, that or just didn't match up with like anything. What was it Dell was trying to do or EMC? So it's like okay, we're gonna let you do your own thing. That you get your own independent thing going here because like we're not utilizing you, but there's clearly potential. And the other point is, Broadcom has has been buying up some like non-chip making things for a bit of time mm-hmm. now so i guess they're like building their own like portfolio of other software based mm-hmm. stuff and other things which are like complementary to their own business which i think that's interesting 
Don't know if that's good. I would have liked if <laughs> if VMware stayed as their own company. But okay. Yeah, at least it, this is again all these corporate acquisitions are not good for the consumer. I mean, this isn't another virtualization company buying VMware. This is like a completely different type of company buying this. I know, but it's still yeah. a problem, you know? It could be eventually. all these things getting consolidated under one roof, you know? I just thought like this a, was interesting. The only we're just reason. going quickly into that cyberpunk future where corporations essentially replace the state, which I'm incredibly worried Everything about. Everything is owned by Broadcom. <laughs> well, not just Broadcom, but other me- funny, mega though. companies. That'd be funny, though, because Broadcom is like... No, it would be those... terrifying. Well, yeah, but Broadcom is one of those companies where you don't even know it exists, most of the mm. people at least, and then you'll learn about it, and you're like, oh, they've just bought something for $61 billion. I always think it's funny when you learn about something and then you, at the same time, learn that it's immensely big. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I would think it's a weird cyberpunk dystopian future where everything is owned by this company nobody has ever heard of. I think that's a funny <laughs> thing. It's not like Apple or something where you would expect because it's literally the biggest company in the world from terms of in terms of money. No, it's this thing nobody knows about. <laughs> Yes, and yeah, no, that's not even relevant. I just spaced out and was about to say something random. Okay. Yeah, it is weird and baffling, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just a pessimist about this. I'm very worried, you know? Maybe they're going to come up with some, like, a bundle or something. That's what people have been speculating. Like, bundling the others or the, the services that they've now bought together making it cheaper like as a whole thing instead of you mm. having to buy three or four separate things whatever how many companies they've bought i don't remember the exact number now why why pay 61 billion dollars to just like was it 61 or 69 nice no 61 why pay 61 billion dollars to then take all the services you now have acquired and then give them to a cheaper price Because that's really smart, because you'll get more customers. You've just said this yourself. You said this about the font for $2 instead of $2,000. I know, but companies never make the smart move, is what I'm saying. The whole point is that font is not going down that fast. Sure. I forgot. Well, that's entirely different. exactly the same thing. No, that's an entertainment, a consuming subscription model entertainment service. As long as people stay subscribed indefinitely, there is like the, always the infinite potentiality to make back whatever you spent on the product. Yes. And what's different with Broadcom offering, I don't know, the Broadcom subscription with all the services? That's better than having uh, individual licenses for some random software that you own forever. Which, if that's well, even... How the I know, but like, uh, I'm worried that it's just gonna like. What if you only need one thing, but then you need to buy the whole subscription for that? Then I'm sure oh, well. they also also know of that. But okay, it's not like you can't. Well, it's not like you can't have a light tier that only gives you one thing, like what Adobe does. You can buy the one pro product for the monthly fee, or you can buy everything for a higher fee. They could do a similar thing. They could do a similar thing. 
That will worry. I think that's all we have to say on this topic. Yeah, yeah. I, I mainly put this in here just because of that fact that they spent this much money. Yes, <laughs> where, where's my cut of that? For I, a thing I'd like to know. where it's like almost the, as much money as the whole old pound company costs. So that was just insane to me, but okay. The old what? The old parent company of, of fucking VMware. The EMC. Oh, old parent. parent. I thought you said the old pound shop or no, whatever. Parent company. <laughs> EMC. Anyway, on to, on to two, yeah. Yep. That's my topic. And I don't know. I think I hate it already. Topic number why. two. Gucci built a... <laughs> I can't even read this. Gucci built a persistent town inside of Roblox. Mm. God damn it, motherfuckers. God damn it. Gucci is making its presence inside of Roblox a little more permanent. The fashion brand previously collaborated with the virtual world for more short-lived experiences like the surreal Gucci Garden from last year and is now releasing a more persistent space called Gucci Town. The space, fe- <laughs> mm. the space features a central garden that links together various areas, including a space for minigames, a cafe, and a virtual store where players can, of course, purchase virtual Gucci <laughs> Gucci gear for their Roblox avatar. The company says Good the Lord. virtual outfits make use of Roblox's new layered clothing technology. Gucci says that more than 20 mm. million players visited the garden last year. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, despite it this only being available terrible. for two weeks, and it expects the new space to steadily evolve over time. The starting point when, design, uh, when designing the experience has always been the community. Nicholas Odinot, Gucci's EVP of business, told The Verge. True to this, we envision future developments as an open dialogue between Gucci and the recurring visitors. Emerging content creators and talents from the Roblox community will be on board, while we infuse the ecosystem with new ideas and visual stimuli as our creative messaging is forever in flux. Evolving with the kaleidoscopic vision of creative director Alessandro Michelle, <laughs> there's so much going on. Oh my god, sod, sod. <laughs> I that put me to sleep. Oh my god, Kali- I woke up when I heard evolving with the kaleidoscopic vision of creative director <laughs> Alessandro Michele. Now, if I heard kaleidoscopic vision in what's it, uh, the artful escape. Sure, that makes sense. That's what it's all about. That's the type of game that has the phrase kaleidoscopic vision in it. This is Roblox and Gucci, an overpriced clothing brand. What about its vision is kaleidoscopic in the slightest? Please explain yourself to me, Gucci. Explain yourself. (laughs) We had a rather similar story like this a few episodes ago where Spotify built their own, like, spotify islands thing which that i thought was pretty cool because like oh make your own music there do other stuff that's related to music that made sense to me and also Mm -hmm. they 
we're talking about that very like down to earth, I'm gonna say. But this is like the most pretentious fucking sentences I've ever read in my life. <laughs> Unsurprising. Like, especially the fucking while Hold we on. will infuse the ecosystem. Hold on, I, I, I want to take a go at reading this myself. True to this, we envision the future developments as an open dialogue between Gucci and the recurring visitors. Emerging content creators and talents from the Roblox community will be on board while we infuse the ecosystem with new ideas and visual stimuli, as our creative messaging is forever in flux, evolving with the kaleidoscopic vision of creative director Alessandro Michiel. God damn that sentence. Don't spend. Okay, people don't spend too much money on Roblox. Yeah, and I think I'll mention this again. People Make Gaming have done two very good videos about Roblox as a company and how exploitative it is on children and its creators. Uh, Do uh, look that up. Give it a watch. And personally, if you're going to spend money on stuff on Roblox, I would not put it into Gucci. I would put it into something from an independent creator. Of yes. course, you can decide Find the that adult yourself. artists on Roblox and give them money. <laughs> That's going to get you banned, though, probably. Well, no, there has to be, like, adult-only sections, right? Like, things that you can, like, no, this is only for adults. I don't no, I really don't think so, but the, okay. There's no Maybe. way there can't be that. There's no way. To, as giving them the option to self-moderate. Even just like a server for that's like ERP, erotic roleplay. It's like, nope, no miners in here. Thank you very much. So apparently Roblox does not allow any sexual content or activity of any kind. Gee, they, they can never stop it, though. So, it always works its way in. Well, but if Ugh. it gets found out, they will get rid of it. Yeah, but like, as it's not the same. can. By the time they find out, it's already going to be a huge danger to minor, miners, you know, as opposed to just, like, allowing it with strict regulations, like preventing from people, you know, under 18 from getting into these areas and them having to, the people on them having to self-report and say, like, hey, this guy's being super funny about, uh, you know, kids he meets online. Or, hey, this is a mine that keeps trying to make fal- false accounts to get into the server. Please stop them. But hey, that's just my opinion. Have you even like played Roblox before? I think they do a good I'm... job of moderating stuff. You can't even write fuck in the chat <laughs> because you'll get banned. I'm I oh I'm sorry. Oh, the most basic of swear words? You're not allowed to write that? Ooh, ooh, I, I would have any thought swear that. words, yeah. Because it's made literally for children. Yeah, and all you need to do is put an ampersand instead of the vowel, and you're good. Isn't censorship r- lovely? It's completely I actually, pointless I don't and arbitrary. You can actually do that. I think a still would get censored. Like then, they know of the various spellings that people will I know, try but to like, circumvent it. It's not even circumventing. It's just like moderate censoring of the word. It's like putting a bleep over it. And if that's not enough, I just... What world do we live in? What world do we live in? Well, 
I don't know what you mean with that now, but okay. I'm just like, I want people to swear as freely as they want. It's for seven-year-olds. Yeah, let that... 18-year-olds. Let seven-year-olds call people a cunt. They deserve it. Life's hard enough for seven-years-olds. Don't teach them swear words unless you are so. Then sure, you can do it. But I'm not saying teaching them, but like they're going to pick it up when your kid gets like sent home from school when they calls the teacher a fucking cunt. Well, you have to explain to them when, when, and where it's appropriate to swear. Oh, sure. Everybody who's on Roblox typing in bad words will also explain when to actually <laughs> use it to what person. And Look, all I'm not, saying is if a teacher if a teacher sends home my child for dropping the F-bomb because they stubbed their toe, I'm uh, Will Smith for slapping that N-word, teacher. Yeah. No, the F-bomb. If they drop the N-word, I don't know what my kid's learning that. On Roblox, because you want nothing to be censored. Yeah, that is fair. You can't just, say oh, fuck is allowed, but other bad words. Oh, I no. never, I never think of the N word, you know, because generally I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not big into rap music, you know, and it's like I That's outside not of that, the only point when the N word has been said before. I know, but I've Are never heard it from anywhere else. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm aware of history, but I'm not re- reading audio books all the time about. Uh, what's it? Oh God! What's that thing where you can't say N word, N word, N word? But like, if you start talking about taxes and property lines, then you can get away with it. Oh my God! We have yeah, to I'm move just, on to je- topic number three. I don't care. Again, just shut up. I please. need to. Cl- I need to clarify. That's stupid. Rap, I need to clarify. Rap music is without a doubt music. It's just the only place I know of where the N word is said so frequently. So unabashedly. Anywho. And in racism. <laughs> yeah, but that's those are racist. <laughs> fuck them. Oh yeah, that's fucking idiots, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck okay. man, what the hell? I mean, this is a fucking insane show again. God damn. Yeah, it's it's a guess whether or not there's gonna be one or three G's in it, based on what the, how they spell it. <laughs> Please read topic number three now, and I think you'll probably Mm. hate this one. I mean, it's going to be funny when they go bankrupt because of it, but... um, (laughs) GameStop now has its own wallet for crypto and NFTs. GameStop has launched a beta for its very own Ethereum wallet that will let users store, send, and receive both cryptocurrencies and non-fungible tokens, NFTs. I think we all know what that means by now. Took the world by storm. There's a stadium named after Crypto.com. NFTs through the web browser. The wallet is currently available as an extension for Google Chrome and Brave. But GameStop Wallet's website, GameStop's wallet website indicates that it will be also be available as an iPhone app in the future. Excuse me. Yes, the most secure plat uh, of services available, an extension for your browser. That's why I want to trust all my money. Yeah, that is very secure. That's not worse. (laughs) Mm. 
And yeah, after GameStop reached meme stock status last year, the company's fan base has become largely split between two groups, uh, gamers and investors. Those dedicated to holding their... No. Uh, to holding. Hmm? Holding. That's Fuck off. Crypto term. Fuck off. Based on the misspelling Fuck of holding. Off. No, it's called holding. Fuck off. Those dedicated to holding the concept wedged into the pastime as much as uh, or more than you skipped use a line. Head. You skipped yeah. a line. Fuck holding. Let me do this. Those dedicated to holding the stock may be in favor of GameStop's foray into what's it, Web3, but many gamers have disliked. Uh, gamers dislike having the concept wedged into the pastime as much or more than they used to hate GameStop's uh, pre-order policies or its insulting lowball offers for used games and systems. Players recoiled upon hearing Ubisoft's NFT integration into Ghost Recon, and such strong reactions from gaming communities led the developer of games like Stalker 2 and Worms to abandon their F- NFT projects. Oh, thank goodness. Hmm. GameStop Wallet is non-custodial, meaning users can access the assets via a private key known only to them. The setup is compatible with hardware wallets and reduces the risk of it being hacked or confiscated. But it means if the owner loses the key, they also lose access to its, uh, uh, what's it, contents. Yes, like people just buying a few crypto coins, uh, not, what's it, bitcoins, then forgetting the password, and then just sitting with millions of dollars on a hard drive that they can just not access anymore. Wonderful. Well, to be fair, it's probably only a few hundred thousand now after the crash, but hey. Anywho, where was I? Did you scrolling down a little bit? It uses Loop Ring to execute transactions, a layer two solution built on top of the Ethereum blockchain that's supposed to that's supposed to lower cost for gas the sometimes exorbitant fees incurred when processing a transaction on Ethereum. Earlier this month, the cost to process a transaction on Ethereum spiked into the thousands of dollars during the mint for the Bored Ape Yacht Club's Metaverse project due to sheer volume of transactions processed at once. That all seems very... Again, word count. This doesn't seem relevant to the article at large, but oh well. I mean, there's a few things relevant to this, but not everything. Uh, I I don't got much deeper thoughts than like fuck this NFT business, you know. Oh, well, did you hear? Did you hear about Seth Green? Did you hear about Seth Green, Silas? No. It's also about board ape NFTs. Guess what? Seth Green's making a show about his board ape NFT. But, get this, he got hacked, he got fished, it got stolen from him, and thus, with it being stolen, there's now legal questions as to whether or not he still owns the intellectual copyright to the character which allowed him to produce the TV show in the first place. But you don't... Own the copyright because you have an NFT, not by uh, spe- default. Specifically for the board eight yacht, but yes, they do. 
Well, that's it, stupid. No, it's like the whole appeal is like, you own this, which in turn means owning the FT you means the you NFT can take... the off yeah, the, the board specific, Yeah, but the specific one the board aid. of that, though. Yeah, you do. Usually. That, usually, but in maybe this particular that's for, case. Maybe that's for board ape fucking whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, it's th- specifically for it. That's what but I'm at saying. At that point, I think that is currently a really stupid idea because there's no real regulation around it. So I would not yep. do anything based on that. I'd, yeah, especially like someone went over on Twitter. It's like, okay, here's like this four uh, board apes, completely identical with like four different expressions and two different colored backgrounds. So it's like that creates a whole legal argument there. It's like, who can really own this? Because clearly this is just my character that I own going through different facial expressions. I will say it's likely uh, the one, what's it, uh, Seth Green had was rare enough that, like, you're not likely to get a bunch of duplicates or any for that matter. Like, it, it seemed to have a fancy shirt, some wings or something, a halo. Uh, what's it? I honestly haven't seen a lot of pictures of something like this floating around that looked like his, so... But yeah, it just got stolen from him, and now the show is on pause. I don't know where it is in production, but he's desperately trying to reach out to, like, who now currently bought, has currently bought the stolen NFT, and is willing to go into legal proceedings that could define the crypto land space, uh, uh, marketplace, I should say. Because, yeah, like, you can't just hold on to stolen goods, typically. And if and if, if what's it, Seth Green is able to successfully sue for his NFT to be returned to him after being stolen, that is going to set a huge precedent in the online well, that's space. That's going to be which, interesting to watch. Then in that yeah, case, that's going to yeah be because good. like if he if he does do it, that actually will make NFTs viable. Like everyone who's had this stolen will be able to sue Shit, for it's that. Finally, getting the sign uh, just the. Fine now, I guess. Well, when, if it does go to court, happens. Yeah, yeah. Right now, he's just reaching out to like, hey, can we work something out? Wow. Well, in that you case, know? I hope it does go to court. Then finally, like, yeah. maybe NFTs get so a I. bit of like regulation and maybe a bit of like actual use eventually. Not being just fucking around right now. What it is? My, but one of my favorite lines on this I've heard. I I don't know if it was originally from them or they were quoting somebody else. Internet today. It's like. Hey, crypto bros, let's get something that's completely untouched by the restraints and restrictions of the U.S. laws of commerce. Just completely free market, completely uh, independent. I'm forgetting the buzz. What's the buzzword NFT bros like? I forget it off the top of my head. Yeah, about freedom and unrestrictions. And Uh, then it's like decentralization. Yeah, decentralized, completely decentralized. And then the minute one of them is stolen, it's like, according to the US laws of commerce, well, this yeah. item is still legally within my possession, despite That's, you currently yeah. holding it, because it was, in fact, stolen. That's it's the like, bullshit. You can't yeah. be decentralized. Yeah. Also protected you, by yeah. US laws of customs. You can't it's one hate or the, the other. system. You can't hate the system and then run back to the system once your fucking Luna crashes and you lose all your money. That's not yep. how to do it. That's and I hate that part too. That's not a good part of the the crypto space. There's other bullshitness, but also I had no idea who Seth Green is. I had to look it up. I don't fucking know who this is. 
Yeah, he made good, a robot chicken. Good Very job. Nice. Per- well, yeah, I looked at Wikipedia. I've so I've seen that this person does a lot of things. I just don't know, <laughs> and that's fine. I am from Germany. Um, yeah, yeah, fair. Now, going back, we have to go back to this topic. So, do we? I feel like we've uh, gone. No, there's things to explain feelings. still. There's a lot of things to explain still. So it's good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. Shut up! Wait. It's good that this is a non-custodial wallet. That's the good way to do it. Because that means nobody else will have control of your money. Okay. Except if you fuck it up, which that's on you. Which that's the negative side, but okay. I'd rather take losing my money if I fuck it up myself other than, oh, GameStop got hacked and they lost everybody's money. That's stupid. Quickly, quickly, commission a cryptic puzzle box that only once solved will provide you the key necessary. Get back into your account. Next thing you're like, 20 years later, someone's fiddling with like an arcane Rubik's Cube. Come on, come on, it's so much money. Please let me back in. (laughs) Um, And I think it's also good that this uses a layer two solution based on Ethereum. Ethereum still sucks. It's still broken. And it still costs way too much to send any transaction as they wrote down. It's at some point, it costs thousands of fucking dollars to send a random thing like, oh, yes, let me pay the $5 subscription to some random thing using Ethereum. Oh, yes, pay a $1,000 transaction fee on top of that. That's dumb. Fuck Ethereum right now. Fix your shit. You've been saying it for so long. That makes me angry. They keep mm. saying that they're working on it, but I don't think they are. Maybe they are, and it just takes really long, but god damn it, that's so stupid. You'd have to assume, but yeah, it is dumb that this is taking um, as long as it is. Do we need GameStop to have a fucking Ethereum wallet? No. There's already nope. like 400,000 Ethereum wallets already. So I think that's stupid. Um, just A lot of things they do is stupid. to fixing your company, man. Yeah. Just make GameStop and do like an actual place you want to go. Make it like a cool thing and not, ah, oh, yes, we have uh, NFTs and a wallet now. I'm still for cryptocurrencies. Yeah. And I'm still just for decentralization. While we're, talking, mm-hmm, while we're talking about GameStop, just a bit of a personal life story. Had one local GameStop I've been going to since I was like a kid, you know, for like kid. 14, 14 plus years. <laughs> Because of the pandemic, they finally clo- they closed down. I was past them just the other day. Uh, for other things, I'll go over the outro that, now that I remember. But um, And I saw it was completely hollowed out, completely emptied. And like I've been going in there, buying games, passing time, checking what I could find on the discount or you know in the used bin for so many years. And now it's gone. It just feels wrong, you know? It's like I don't know your local doc, your your local GP that you've been going to for like so many years now, finally retiring, and you have to find somebody else. It's like, oh man. But yeah, that's that's a bit a bit of personal story there. Well, the idea that I've heard before on mm. I don't remember where it was. I think it was on another podcast where. They had a dude who worked at GameStop as a guest once, and then the dude said they should change it into like a hangout space with like 
where you can buy drinks and snacks and play games and stuff. And that would like, be so good. That's a and good idea. That's way better out, than nothing. Drink, get food. Uh, what's it? Use the bathroom there to pass some time. You know, yeah. you can go there and what's it? Play a game with a squad or whatnot. Yeah. Play on a Switch. And it's like, uh, what's it? You can also still buy the games from there and the systems from there as well. That That's such a good idea. Maybe have the selling games as like a smaller part though. Definitely like focus on a experience, I think. I, I definitely Not think like it should be the most modern consoles and stuff. Yeah. So I, de- I definitely say like the, it should be two separate counters at the very least for like buying the games yeah. and the consoles and one for like the food, drink, renting a, a system or paying whatever you need to play for a little bit. Yeah. You can come up with a system for that. Like, yeah, that would have been such a good idea, but no GameStop has no actual plan for saving the company apparently but anyways i do still want to say this reggie from what's it nintendo or whatever his name was was on the board of directors for a while and then bounced it's like he stuck out nintendo during some of its worst years it's like gamestop is what he bounces on I don't know if that's true. I don't know. If that is true, that's funny, though. <laughs> I mean, he's, he was there for, like, Just the Wii U. So, showing yeah. how crap GameStop is, if that's true, but okay. Um, now, to finish this topic, I know that there's a lot of people who, like, don't like cryptocurrencies at all and hate it and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. when I read stories about how, for example, in Ukraine, while all the banks have been shut down, People have started buying food and water and cars with their cryptocurrencies because they literally couldn't use their real money. That makes me go, yes, that's literally what this was designed to do. Not designed to make people tons of money from fucking hodling their shit coins that they got from their 40 GPUs in their their basement. No. Well, that's the problem, though. It's been turned into an investment, not another form of currency. Designed for people... To use it as money when What's that other one about the, don't exist. So yeah, the old Denmark or something like a currency that went like out of print for years ago, and then people made up this rumor about like, hey, they're about to like reinitialize or reinstate this currency, and it's going to be worth something again. You best buy up all the notes of this money you can possibly find to then suddenly become a millionaire, and it's like, no. Why would that ever be a thing? And even then, it's like... But they're still treating it like that speculation market, you know? Uh, it's just... Well, it I mean, sucks. Some people are using crypto as real money. Partly yep, because they not have enough. to, but also partly because they want to, and I definitely would want to do that more. Can't mm-hmm. really do it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to drop these, these uh, this nice little fact. So all of you people who hate crypto for no actually real reason i guess sure there's the reason of like carbon and stuff yeah but i think buying water for your family while the bank is shut down and your country is in war i think that's a better reason to like it than to hate it for the carbon footprint of it so of Mm. course there's problems with it but it's not pure evil and now we are going to move on to topic number four We're going to be right back. Sit tight. 
Hello, it is me, Silas, interrupting you again, sorry. Um, this time, though, I, I'm just asking you to, well, if you enjoyed this podcast, please tell all of your friends who you think might also like listening to us talk about random tech and gaming things, because the number one way how people find out about podcasts, about new podcasts, is just through word of mouth. That's literally true. So you do us a great, great favor, and maybe you do your friends a favor too, showing them how good and awesome our podcast is. Thank you. Topic number four. It's coming up right now. It's still hot, I guess. I don't know. Actually, no, it is. It's from yesterday because it's Saturday now. I forgot because he recorded so long. (laughs) (laughs) Hacker accesses a Verizon employee database and tries some uh, and tries to ransom the data for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Verizon is dealing with an incident where a hacker captured a database containing company employee data, including the full names of workers, as well as their ID numbers, email addresses, and phone numbers. That's not good. Motherboard reported that the database is legitimate, as the anonymous hacker contacted them last week, and they were able to verify the data by calling some of the numbers. Imagine somebody calls you on your personal phone and it asks you, hello, are you person X and Y? Do you work for Verizon? Also, do you live in 39th Street or some shit like that? Well. <laughs> That's funny. Um, that is Devine. Continuing. These employees are idiots. The hacker told Motherboard via chat. The hacker is seeking $250,000 in exchange for not leaking the database and said they were in contact with Verizon. (laughs) 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 That's funny. A Verizon spokesperson contacted Motherboard confirming the incident, saying a fraudster recently contacted us, threatening to release readily available employee directory information in exchange for payment from Verizon. We do not believe the fraudster has any sensitive information and we do not plan to engage with the individual further. As Mm. always, we take the security of Verizon data very seriously and we have strong measures in place to protect our people and systems. Really? Really? Guess not, apparently not. I think that's uh, crap. Or the hacker is lying, but don't think it is. I mean, if they're able to pull random numbers out of that uh, document and, like, get an answer, I think it's legit. Yeah. The hacker claims they napped the database by socially engineering their way into remotely connecting to a Verizon employee's computer. The hacker's account in an email sent to Vice is that they posed as internal support. Coerced (laughs) the Verizon employee... (laughs) Coerced oh. the Verizon employee to allow remote access and then launched a script that copied data from the computer. No, every time. So, every time yeah. data support or internal support, no. So, this is not a, an issue of, oh, the computer got hacked. No, this is just talking to an employee 
on the phone and then letting them <laughs> letting them connect to your no. PC. Oh, every time. Every time. It has to become company policy to not remote access these things. It just has to. It's the, it's the main way this keeps happening. How is this even, like, like possible? I would have thought that they set the PCs up in a way that you can only remote into it from, like, trusted systems from the actual support team from Verizon. But uh, pandemic, you know, everyone was working from home, and especially the support team. It's like the people who should work from home the most, you know? The people don't need to be there just tell you how to fix the dang thing. Yeah, but like, can't you have a like a like a trusted list of accounts or whatever? Like, if they're using TeamViewer or something, uh, for the most part, it's just like you spoo- can set up spoofing something. number, uh, spoofing numbers. You could probably just fake the IP address and like the uh, model number, whatever it is, to identify the computer to get past that part. And then you just like again social engineer, uh, what's it with the uh, individual and get them to grant you permission, and then voila. That's really stupid. That's, that is so dumb. And then also, yep. doesn't Verizon have like insurance against this? I'm sure that big companies are supposed to have insurance against data breaches like this. Like that exists, mm-hmm. but maybe they don't have it. I don't know. That's just funny. I think <laughs> they'd either just. I think it's more like, eh, fuck it. It's not any of our data. Who gives a shit about the employees, you know? It's like, rather than lose the 250, they just let the employees live with the consequences of all that that information getting out there. So if you work at Verizon, I would think about, like, maybe, like, watching out what happens to your phone number in the future, maybe your email, too. (laughs) And also, potentially, if you are a Verizon customer, it doesn't say that right now. Let me look at the article itself. Maybe it continues, and I didn't copy that, but... Um. Yeah. Potentially, also like numbers of customers could have gone leaked now. No. Because, uh, yeah. No. Why? Similar things, similar techniques has have been used before. Apparently, at on mm-hmm. T-Mobile and on AT and T, where they actually used. Well, okay, they used this to steal cryptocurrencies. <laughs> Fuck, from non-custodial fucking bullshit wallets. No, from what? Well, I, for, I forgot which one it is. I'm mm-hmm. stupid from the type where... I'm just going to cut this whole thing out. I just completely forgot what I wanted to say. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyways. Um, Remind me again, just, just what was watch it? Out, just watch out, people. Oh God! I... SMS verification is not safe. By the way, don't yeah, use that yeah. because two-factor authentication. Things like this can happen where somebody can just get a new SIM card because they they can trick the company into thinking that they are you. Yeah, like you it's spoofing, spoofing numbers. It's very easy to do. Like again, I cannot stress this enough. Like for every security measure. There is, without a doubt, a way around it. It's just like, how convenient is that to do, you know? Lock door in the middle of a compartment 
apartment complex where people are constantly coming and going during the middle of the day, you know, risky to try and pick that lock. House out in the middle of nowhere, not so much. Like, you can take your time with that. Bolted on the inside, well, suddenly you're starting to have to hammer away in there. You know, person in the house, okay, that's risky. On vacation, take as much time as you want. You can get through that eventually and take your, uh, whatever you want. Nobody's home. Nobody's around. So, like, be as safe as you can. Don't take for granted, you know, that you're, oh, I have two-factor authentication. I change my passwords regularly. You know, always be on the lookout for those uh, social engineered phishing scams or people trying to, again, never never trust anyone asking for remote access. It's dangerous. Well, unless you specifically know that person and recognize them. So, yeah. Yeah. If you've never met this person before in your life, you're going to have to ask some follow-up questions to people at the office. And don't use SMS two-factor authentication. You have to use the app-based ones. Use fucking Authy or something. And use a good password for fucking Authy. If your password on Authy is password123, then... You're fucked. Bye-bye. God damn it. Bye. Uh, at least, at the very least, pick a, a word, and just a word you like, have, an, uh, have it start with an uppercase, put in a random symbol in there, and then go with 123 if you want to keep it remembered. But just don't use password, for the love of God. Make it somewhat difficult. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you work at Verizon. <laughs> And deal yeah. with other people's data. God damn it. Um, yeah, I'm done with talking about this topic now. I guess it's time for... Topic number five. Exactly. Sony wants around half of its games to be on PC and mobile. And mobile? By 2025. According to a presentation given the com- uh, during the company's annual Investor Day... Ooh la la, how fancy. A chart shown during the presentation suggests that this would be a major increase from uh, from its release this year, when around a quarter of the company's releases will be on PC and mobile, with the remainder split between PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 consoles. FYI, whenever word goes funny like that, I'm reading a new line. I figured it out from based on the trailer. Yeah, that's been what's happening. Oh, well. It's like, uh, reading, reading. Oh, we need to find where this pick it up again. It's a funny word, pronunciation. Anywho. Oh, please let there be Bloodborne on PC. So many more people would play it. Please. Oh, please, PlayStation. Please. Oh, if any of them, if any of them, let it be Bloodborne. Please. People need to see it to know how good it is. Oh. Nothing to say, Silas? I don't know that game. You've been tuned out, haven't you? No, I don't know what Bloodborne is. I've not played it. A Lovecraftian Dark Souls game made by the same people who made Dark Souls. And I've been... I've actually tried looking up at an uh, looking up an article about Bloodborne mm-hmm. because I found one that says Bloodborne for free on PC, but that's some random shit. 
<laughs> I think it has to do with PlayStation uh, Plus slash PlayStation. What was it used to be called? The fucking live stream service, the streaming oh, fucking one, which is now I'm in PlayStation. I think like uh, PlayStation Plus, like when you buy what's it. I have a plenty of games now that I own for free because uh, I of the PlayStation Five. Like some of the greatest hits from last generation, they're just like taking it as a wash, just letting you have them all for free with the new console. And Bloodborne, if I'm not mistaken, was one of them. So it may have been that. I have to look, th- read through more of this fucking thing. This is a confusing article. What, Maybe uh, it is. Is it really going into detail about Bloodborne? Well, it's talking about like a mm-hmm. PlayStation 1 game and other random crap. Ah. There's so many PlayStation related words that I'm just confused. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyhow, let's get on with this. We've rambled for long enough. Yes. Between the segment. Ooh, something in my eye. Something in my eye. I, I. Oh, wait. I understand now. Somebody mm-hmm. made a demake of Blood. Oh, Born. that's what it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's, I remember that. Ah, uh, that might be worth checking out. I think it's still in a oh, demo stage without the entire game. They may try and finish it, or they may have just left it there. I don't know. Still, it was all the rage a few months back. Everybody was talking yeah. about it. Anyhow. Now I get by, the article. <laughs> mm-hmm. By expanding to PC and mobile, and it must be said, also to live services, we have the opportunity to move from a situation of being... Present in a very narrow segment of the overall gaming software market, to being present much, uh, pretty much everywhere," said Sony Interactive Entertainment President uh, President Jim Ryan, in a comment reported by Video Game Chronicles. Chronicles is a very serious name, a uh, word I should say to have in your journalistic uh, enterprise. Regardless of what, what it's about, I just don't trust it. Anywho, Ryan went on to say that investing in PC and mobile could lead to significant growth in the number of people who play our games, the number of people who enjoy our games, and the number of people who spend money on our games. Sony pre- uh, pres- Sony's presentation suggests that the company is already... Pre- uh, reaping the benefits of bringing titles like Horizon Zero Dawn, Days Gone, and God of War to PC, with net sales on the platform more than triple from 80 million last year to a forecast uh, forecasted should be forecasted 300 million in 2022. Sony has been vocal about its plans to bring more titles to PC. Launching a PlayStation PC label, oh, and even acquiring a PC port developer last year. Oh, well, that's good. What was I thinking? Real quick note, day, uh, Days Gone, the zombie game, sold around, like, I believe, 8 million copies, and was told that was a failure, while other games were, like, doing successful. So it's like, it's, uh, it's just another example of, like, um, forecasted sale figures, like, biting people in the backside, you know? Because they it's like, okay, this is going to barely make its money back, and it makes a decent bit of money. It's, like, viewed as a huge success. 
But if it's like you view it as, oh, this is going to be a mega, mega blockbuster, and it's just like your basic blockbuster where you made more than the money you put into it, but it ain't mega, mega, so you deem it a, a failure. That is what happened the day is gone, and it really sucks for those developers. They wanted to continue the story, but now it's just like a dead franchise, apparently. Um, oh, well. Way, forecast or forecasted both are correct for the past tense. I refuse to accept that. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Um, yeah. The the English dictionary is wrong, then, and needs to be updated. Only forecasted shall be accepted. I'm very excited about this, partly because that means we don't have to buy a PlayStation or stupid console anymore and you could just I mean, get a pc ah, um, timed exclusivity well who gives a shit that i'll just wait <laughs> two months oh god oh no a year Silas. that's also fine year. that's also fine just are you sure who gives just a shit if you play a game a year earlier everyone's talking about it everyone's talking about it all your friends are playing it it's a multiplayer silas and everyone's there but you are you sure you can live with I that? I don't play multiplayer games except for Minecraft and maybe you consider Forza Horizon 5 multiplayer too, but I play that offline. I don't play <laughs> multiplayer uh, things. That's annoying. But, okay. Um, maybe they're going to not have that as a timed exclusive anymore. Eventually. We'll yeah, we'll see. I'm excited to see this for, well, because I don't have to buy a PS5 anymore, which is good. Mm-hmm. But also, um, I'm excited to see what the insane, stupid Sony fanboys are going to think of this. <laughs> the kind of people that will get it. They fucking hate Jim Ryan so much because he's putting yeah. the games on PC. And that's just hilarious to me. Like, how do you hate this dude who's like tripling Sony's money? Like, why? Sony is the company that was almost dead 10 years ago, doing great now. Well, I mean, part of that was also just like the PlayStation 4. Like, it was pretty good straight out the gate. They had a bunch of good first party games lined up to it. And also, by comparison, Microsoft, after having a great time with the 360, shat the bed on the Xbox One. So it's like. Well, and it's also the fact that Sony grew so big in like the 90s that they Mm. almost fucked themselves up yeah it's the same thing it's like it's like with what's it phillips and other companies they they grow to like yeah they grow to like four hundred thousand people and then eventually collapse and now it's like left with like twenty five thousand or something like that i forgot the exact number similar thing happened to sony they almost died but now playstation one playstation two huge successes they shit the bed on the playstation three Whereas then, like, Xbox really hits it off with the 360, and then they shit the bed on the 1, and then it's the 4. If I'm, in my humble opinion right now, I, I kind of prefer the Xbox Series X over the PlayStation. Because, like, the PlayStation is very finicky about being turned off, right, and all that, which gets annoying. It doesn't have quick resume, you know, in it, where I can go between a few games like, not enough games utilize that outside of indie stuff. You know, I, I hate that. But I really do love when I have, like, a bunch of indie games I'm playing through and I can just, like, 
ah, he hop into this. I don't even have to log into the game. I don't got to see the logos again. I don't have to click continue. I'm I literally mean, just resuming my last us off. I think I'm pretty sure I have Hades still on quick resume on my Xbox right now, and I can go into it and play it exactly the moment I left off several months ago. And I love that with every fiber of my being. It's so nice. And while the haptic feedback on the PlayStation controller is interesting, it drains the battery so fast, and it still has a very small battery like the last controller did. Compared to what's at the um, Xbox controller, I can I can fully charge that and play for like 12 hours at least off of it without having to worry about recharging. Whereas like at the end of my like, three-hour streams, so I'm like, uh, especially in Kenya, when I'm like shooting things a lot, it's giving me that haptic feedback of the bow. I'm wondering, am I going to make it to the end of the stream without this dying on me? That's not a good thing. Um, the thing that most people don't realize, though, is that mm-hmm. years ago, Sony used to make so much more than just PlayStation. Yeah. But so, like a, and that's a lot of also, those things have fallen by the wayside. Yeah, that's also why they kind of failed, because they just grew so big. I've just opened up the Wikipedia article for Sony. It's so oh, big. that's going to be interesting. They made so many things. Fucking video recording technology. Fucking Betamax. Fucking video recorders. Yeah, but like... TVs, audio recording stuff. Walkman, in, that was successful. Yeah, but keep in mind, the iPhone like replaced so many of the individual products they made. That's by true. pushing it all into one. So why... Why get like a music player and a, a camcorder and a camera and what else? Uh, a, an audio recorder when you can just buy an iPhone and do it all in the one thing, you know, and do it pretty well. Optical storage media. They they made Blu-ray. That was a success. Many other things that they made Dang. not a success. Wait, they made Blu-ray. They invented Blu-ray. Yes. Damn, are they still getting commission off of that or royalties? Oh, probably, definitely, because they're still their own formats. Yeah, well, I will also say, <laughs> though, uh, physical sales d- the during the like decade or so that those just took a nosedive because it's like everything's streaming or everything's bought digitally, so you, you know it's still useful, but like you know, very limited in its practicality. Uh, practical applications, I should say, nowadays. Uh, but they they also made Memory Stick and Memory Stick Geo and Micro, which mm-hmm. kind of sucked, and now everybody uses SD cards, fucking contactless payment systems, fucking whatever PCT system is. Mm. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Obviously, they made the first. Uh, they made the Walkman. That's cool. That was that was a success. Fucking the first all transistor based television. That was that was cool and innovative. Probably really expensive and also a failure. I guess I don't know. Fucking yeah, digital like, cameras, goddamn like computers again, and laptops and Sony tablets. Who's bought a Sony tablet in their life? Nobody yeah. has. Like the thing is, is like all the stuff that they did good fell by the wayside. They made some bad products that couldn't compete with other people, and like the other people were just like popping off. You know, some people did some really good things, building you know computers, etc. 
or like a microphone, you need that. Like the companies that do a way good job, you know, you insert your brand name of choice here. But it's like they did a better job than Sony, and Sony did not do a good job. So, yeah, it's what how weird. How weird would it have been if, like, at some point, Microsoft had had the money to buy buy what's it, um, PlayStation, or like PlayStation was just in a position to be sold by Sony or bought buy up Sony as a whole because it did so poorly? How wild would that have been? Well, not that unrealistic if you look at where not, Sony has been. Yeah, not unrealistic, but I'm just saying, like, culturally yeah. speaking, how wild, wild would yeah. that have been? Yeah. It could have happened. Um, might it might have been on in the works at some point, and things just fell through. Oof. Um, we're continuing now with the, with the article. Um, Sony Healthcare and Biotechnologies. Yeah, that's, I didn't even know that existed, even though I was I thought I knew a lot about what Sony has done before. Sony Mobility, where they they did phones. And they still do phones, by the way. How many PlayStation fans, how many Sony fans own a fucking Xperia fucking smartphone? Literally zero. Okay. Uh, What now? Smartphone, a Sony smartphone. Xperia, I've never heard of that in my life. Yeah, see? They are good (laughs) phones, very good phones. Nobody has ever bought them. Not a single person has ever bought them. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, it says boy. they've shipped 2.9 million handsets in 2020. So not that mm. many, but okay. Sony Robotics. A, they made a dog-shaped robot called Ibo, which probably people have heard of or mm-hmm. seen before at least. A little fucking robot dog. A music playing robot called Rolly, which that's actually pretty mm. funny if you look at it. It's like a little tube with like speakers on both ends and it can roll around. That's funny. A humanoid robot called Curio, which looks like a toy and it is a toy. Okay. Drones. They make drones. Fucking. I, I think we need to stop this. No, now. no, it's not it's done it. yet. Now, this is diminishing returns. Now Silas. we go into the things that are actually successful for them, which is imaging and sensor solutions. So, like phone camera sensors and stuff. Every single fucking mm-hmm. phone camera is a Sony sensor. Gaming and network services. That's also very big. We've seen that. And then also the pictures and music division. Sony Pictures Entertainment, Sony Music oh. Group, fucking Sony Anime, whatever the fuck they have. Aniplex, they own Aniplex. They own Anaplex, they own Crunchyroll, yeah. they own Viv, they own Funimation yeah. now, yeah. unfortunately. I really feel like that shouldn't have been blocked. You know, that's like two of the biggest like dub, uh, what and not only anime streaming services and providers in America, but also two of the biggest dubbers as well. That feels like something that should have been blocked from going through by the FTC. But oh well. Um, and then also Sony financial services like Sony Life and Sony Bank. Oh. Apparently that's a rather good. Yeah. And then Sony also life insurance. And then also electric vehicles and batteries. Mm-hmm. I didn't fucking know that Sony made cars, but apparently they are trying to make a car. <laughs> we'll see how that um, goes. So the point is, Sony 
got big with fucking cassettes and like floppy disks and the fucking Walkman and maybe radios too. And then mm-hmm. they almost fucked themselves up after that. So, well, yeah. again, it's like not so much they fucked themselves up as, as, as like technology progressed to the point where the products they provided were no longer relevant and competitors provided the alternative. And they weren't really able to catch up and match that with anything significant for a long time. I don't know if that's what it was. Maybe it was just everything just you listed not off the is the leadership. most. Everything you listed off about like the the most successful products are something I have not used within my lifetime. So, well, you use laptops. They just didn't make the oh. best laptop. Yeah. Okay. Well, specifically their products, but also like generally, like a cassette player. I have never used that. Never. Well, okay, but if you would have been around when cassettes were the most popular That's thing, the thing though, then you I, would have used The one. world advanced, and Sony didn't match pace. They didn't keep up with the times. They fell behind. They've had some wild products, though. Well, okay, they were always trying to be ahead of the time, but didn't focus on what was actually happening at the time. Yep. That was probably the bigger problem. Not that they sucked, or that they didn't move with the time. I think they just tried to move too far ahead. <laughs> but okay. Like, yeah, too far uh, ahead based on something like two years behind. You know, it's like... Like, okay. who the fuck wants to use an, this super audio CD? Nobody's <laughs> even heard of that. You don't know what that is. Even though you could be lying to me. And I'd never know. I'd never know if you're telling the truth or not about <laughs> that. You could have pulled that out of your ass. And it's just as credible to me. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yep. They've made so many things, and also, have you noticed in I think in Spider-Man films, that's like the only film world where people actually yeah, use Sony always phones. use Sony products. Yeah, the only time you ever see yeah. them as it's contractually <laughs> mandated. That's really. I funny. think like the only iPhone you're allowed to see Spider-Man use is an iPhone three that's all beaten up and broken. <laughs> In, like, uh, the first Spider-Man film. Uh, hilarious. Uh, I should yes. say the first MCU one. Oh, God, lists of... Oh, God, okay. I can't go over this. I found a list of subsidiaries and affiliates <laughs> of Sony. No, no, we can't. <laughs> it's so long. It's really long, man. We can't go over this on the podcast. Yes, I know, I know. We have to Losing stop. Subscriptions um, by the payers. We're gonna... Oh, by the out. way... What? Thanks, everybody, for 100 subscribers on YouTube.com forward slash uploading podcast. It's very kind of you. To that's not there. even. That's not true. I don't know the URL. I should say. That's well, we're not big enough to get a custom. That's mm-hmm. on my podcast. Uh, on my channel. That's on Science on Linux. We're not big enough for like a um, custom URL. Yeah, uploading podcast has one subscriber. <laughs> Oh, I thought when you were talking, I thought you were talking about us. I, no, that's, that, why I got, that's why I've said oh, congratulations. I have. That's why I said I have. We no, you this- never said that. You just said 100 subscribers, you know? I think like, I've, you said, go- I've hit 100 subscribers. I don't know. Well, that's on my channel. People, get a, go on YouTube, get on the link tree and subscribe to the uploading podcast clips and the uploading podcast full episodes channels on youtube that would be great yeah. please do please do and also don't, what else don't 
unsubscribe from Silas on Linux, please, because it's supposed to say above 100. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. That's please do follow funny. us at all our link trees. Yeah. Again, Silas, uh, uplo- Silas on Linux, not does Linux. Please change that name. It would be hilarious. Uh, uploading no. podcasts and solid passion projects and solid passion gaming. Huge help if you follow all the stuff. Like I said earlier, currently running a uh, project about shorts on my gaming channel. If you could watch them and like them, that'd be a huge help for the experiment. What else? What else? I need new glasses. I forgot to mention that. That's why I was in town at the GameStop earlier. And new glasses are very expensive. Like, I have a pair now getting fitted, and that cost me over 206 euro. What? Any any donations at all would be a huge help, because I need them to see. I really need them to see. So thanks. Alternatively, you can also share this podcast with your friends. Make it bigger. Pressure them into donating. Find the rich ones. Or just listening to this. <laughs> Maybe this will get big enough so we can actually pay sort of money. Care. Yeah. <laughs> what a novel dream in the current American dystopia. You live in Ireland. <laughs> yes, but I'm so culturally American. Okay. <laughs> does Ireland have health? Does Ireland have like statutory health insurance or something? That's like an equivalent of the <sighs> NHS or something. HSC, yeah, but it's like again, it's like the <laughs> NHS HSC. You won't use it. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> that God, would be no, hilarious. I'm, no, I want that to be used in America. Oh, I want God. America to have a Medi- Medicaid fall. But it's yeah, like, yeah, yo, okay. what's the NHS in uh, England right now? Basically, the Tories, I believe. You know, the right-leaning parties have been slowly undermining it and underfunding it for the last few few years and it's like well okay really struggling it's kind of the same situation here it's like a good thing but then you get the people in charge who like don't want to out like cancel it because they want the blowback from it you know they want to shut this down that's really loved but they also hate it not ethically not morally but emotionally they want the poor poor to suffer so that's you know they just under they Um, underfund it at every level and hopefully get it to a point where people dislike it enough that they can handle it. You know? They're playing the long game. That's a lot less funny than what I thought. My my thought was, I guess, you have a good a, a healthcare system in Ireland, but because you're American, nope. you will refuse to use it. <laughs> nope. Um, that would be a funny only, skit, though. <clears throat> that could be a funny what, joke. It would be a funny joke, don't get me wrong, but it only covered, like... Again, it covers the same amount it did as when I was a kid, when I first got my first pair of glasses. 32 euro and 50 cent, not a dime more for inflation over the last decade or so. Oh, but so, our eyes are not healthcare, though, and same as dentist stuff. No, they, right? they should be. They undoubtedly should well, be. Think People so, need- but that's not part of in Germany either, I think. I know, but it's so dumb. People need good teeth. People need to be able to see. I'm sorry, it's just part of the package. You can't just uh, fence it off. It's pointless and redundant and cruel to the poorest of people. You can live live with uh, slightly blurry vision, but you can't really live with an an actually actively broken arm. So that's the difference there. But you can't live (laughs) well. The point is to live well, you know? People who are completely blind can also live well. 
yeah, completely blind, but also uh, when they are completely blind, they get a bunch of disability benefits as well as, you know, society including all sorts of things to accommodate them, such as Braille on packaging of every product. <laughs> At the 50 cents per... per <laughs> yeah, the 50 cents per... How would you say that the blind people pedestrian crossing? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's coming thing. soon, is it? Oh thing. God, not yet. That's how You've that's how you get Americans to be more inclusive. Add American companies fucking told to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, let's God. let's get out of here. We need to end this. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Send us what an else? email at uploadingpod at gmail Follow uploading pod on Instagram and Twitter. And by yes. all means, draw lewd fan art of Silas with the Linux penguin. Do not do that. <laughs> I said that before because he said, oh, call it Silas does Linux. I was like, don't do that. Yep. No. Yep. Please will... do. It will make me so happy. I have my undying love and support. <laughs> you're, you're correct. You're not getting over... 249 episodes of this. God damn it. <laughs> uh, and face your kinkier side, Silas. No, no, not with Tux. Not with Tux, man, no. Well. Tux deserves loves just as much as anybody else. Goodbye, people. Well, they can draw me <laughs> hugging him. That's fine, but nothing more. Oh, yes, but because he's chubby, that's all he gets for Tonic Love. Hmm? <laughs> it's a penguin. Putanari. <laughs> Can you stay away from, from this country? <laughs> what happened to wanting me to move? As much there? as I would like the idea of recording this in a studio with you and Marek in fucking any country. Except mm -hmm. the US, I don't You'll want have to, to move sit, to the US eventually. Don't want no. I, I don't want to sit <laughs> in the room with you saying shit like this, and then having to not slap you because I'm your boss, probably, or your partner, oh. at least your company partner. Not to mention, like, what I'll do to you for slapping me. Well, <laughs> never really, hit me. I don't really care about that bit. It just. As long as I get to hurt you at first, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, do you like your kidneys, is all I'm saying. Not really. Oh, good. You, you like the asses, then. I need one of them, at least, but not the second one. That's fine. I mean, I'm going for more than just the two of them. I'm going for everything in that going area. Going for three? Okay. Three no, everything, everything. Their pendants, the intestines, the little bit of the stomach, the liver... Ooh, the liver. I'll get the bit you can't cut off and grow back. <laughs> <laughs> you will be let go immediately. Topic I'm pretty sure you'd be dead. <laughs> topic, topic number four is yes. <laughs> that's, I mean, how, that's much that, how much of that is staying in, I don't wonder. All I think that will be all of it will be maybe the outtake. I have to decide to work, but I think I'm pretty sure it will be. So 
there will be right. a clause in your in your contract saying Never! if Silas gets killed <laughs> in the office or anywhere near you, you'll lose all your money and you'll have to pay a fine of sixty-one billion US dollars. That's entirely unenforceable, Silas. What if you have like a heart attack and I'm just suddenly like on the hook for it? That's a ridiculous term. That's the same thing as like what you what, said about like what if you cheat? Yeah, but what if you cheat on your partner and then like they kill you, but I'm in the area? Well, then what that's just bad luck on your on your end. I don't yeah, care. No, I'll, ne- be dead. I'll, I'll never sign a contract with that in it. It's well, way too vague. At that point, that means episode two hundred forty-nine will be the last one that it will be on. Yeah, I, I love your optimism that will make it to two hundred forty-nine <laughs> episodes. I mean, we have without, to, we have to, with, without being like you know, uh, financially stable. No, without being financially stable, it's like, by the 249 episode, in several years' time, we'll finally have a Patreon. (laughs) Well, I'll have fucking money soon, and it costs $13. I can pay that. It doesn't matter. 